2: we're recording recording everybody hello 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 welcome to two black girls one rose where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating love and relationships from popular television i'm natasha and i'm justine and today we are joined by some very special special guests Mm
3: -hmm. for
2: what should be a really insightful conversation about real housewives and motherhood and sisterhood and all that jazz, um, all before our Potomac recap, we will dive into Potomac, Um, but please welcome longtime friends, Bravo-holics, and mothers, Abby and Vanessa, the co-hosts of the Real Moms of Bravo podcast. Hi!
4: Thank you for having us. Thank you. I'm so excited to chat with you girls. Thank you so
5: much for having us. Thank you. I am Vanessa. And so that in case you're wondering, since there are so many voices here, this is Vanessa speaking. So thank you all so much for having us.
4: I am Abby. So we can, yeah, know which voice is which. Well,
2: welcome, guys. We're excited for this convo. Yes. So we're going to do a couple of warm up questions just to get to know you guys. And so our audience can get to know you. Who was your childhood crush growing up? (laughs)
5: where do I start um I had a lot okay so I think my most that most of my friends would make fun of me for and also will not shocked by is I was a huge teeny bopper Mm, Hanson fan uh so Taylor Hanson Uh was like all over my wall I know it's a choice it was Mm. a choice (laughs) it was a choice so from like 11 to 15 that's that was my I know
2: them for like three weeks with that "Mm bop song Mm (laughs) that was it (laughs) (gasps)
5: Ooh, well I I was on along
2: for the ride for a little bit she was was committed I mean they were 11 to 15 it was done and
5: yeah Yeah, I know no no (laughs) judgment justine (laughs) I don't even need to be in the same room (laughs) <laughs> I didn't even know. Like, I yeah. didn't know that they okay. had an album. We had all yeah. forgotten
4: about them. And Vanessa yeah. was
2: still. Uh, that's so funny. Still listening that's funny to you say it's it, was, okay. a it right. was a choice though. Because it was a choice. Everyone right. when they came, it was like, you, you're either going to choose to love okay. these guys yes. and become fans or you're going to choose to not. So yeah. it was a choice. Good for you, girl. It was a choice. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: I had one common, one, um, which and we shared a birthday. So I felt like that meant we were like destined mm-hmm. to be married. Mm-hmm. And it was me and Jonathan Taylor oh, Thomas, yes. JTT. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um I feel like it was like you know like everyone had a moment where like he's Mm -hmm. pretty cute and then I developed the strangest fascination and I still like ride or die for this man to this moment um Shaquille O'Neal I had a life-size Shaquille O'Neal in my bedroom growing up
2: a (laughs) life-size and
4: let me tell you like and for those who can't see me like I grew up in like a very very like suburban area we did not have a ton of diversity so this little girl with like bangs and blue <laughs> eyes obsessed with Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal like it was not like like I would talk about I did book reports on no. him I was yes oh yeah I made my dad <laughs> I begged my dad I made my dad take me to go see his movie blue chips with Nick Nolte which had horrible language didn't I didn't even know I wouldn't that was a thing. any of wow that. blue chips yeah <laughs> okay oh. Yeah, I mean it's it's actually a decent (laughs) movie, but um it it wasn't gonna it didn't win any awards. Um so so I was like when Heather Gay mentioned on (laughs) Sonic City that he's not he is not an entrepreneur, business guru. I'm like, girl, do you know the brands he has brought back to life? Papa John's would be dead (laughs) without Chicago. Oh my
2: god, that's so specific i did not know where this was gonna go but that yeah, is it was, yeah. It was, it was choi- yeah
4: it was a choice yeah it was a choice and it's a choice i'm yeah. still making, still making. Yeah. yeah it's
2: hoops and abby yeah. all right yeah <laughs> so, okay so what real housewives moment lives in your head rent free there's so many to choose from mm.
4: I think having a young child, it's Bethany screaming, go to sleep. Oh, nice. I
5: don't want to be a part of this. Go to sleep! Go to sleep! Okay. You're crazy! Oh, you? Go to sleep! No, don't be mean to her. Go yeah. to sleep. Yeah, yeah. scary yeah. island. Yeah, yeah. Classic. yeah, it's
2: a good one.
5: I think for me, also as Roni, I think when oh Luann fell into That's the bushes. Really cool. Oh, I oh, like oh, your oh, jumpsuit.
2: Oh. Whoops! Yeah.
3: Oh.
5: Um, I don't have a quote for that. I also think anything season one Atlanta uh, with Nene uh, and Kim Zolciak, the cigarette in the bar oh, the wine, yeah. that,
4: that whole season is season, honestly is. Peak Housewives. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. it was. So, was that white refrigerator too? Oh, or was that no, that, that was, was with Kenya. 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 She's talking Kenya. to Kenya, and it has a white refrigerator. I was like, oh, oh not a white refrigerator. Exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, but oh, like that, like early, oh, like yeah. and then yeah, Big Daddy wig, close your legs, oh. married men. Oh.
2: I mean, it was Such a time. It was a time. Mm-hmm. Me and Natasha were just talking about her cow neck tops. I don't. Know, I forget if that <laughs> was on necks. mic or off mic. I think it was <laughs> off mic. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my god! Look at neck on. A, yes. I have
3: Do a you? Yes, an Otonini.
2: <laughs> oh it. my god, <laughs> I love it. Um, what Bravo celebrity are you low key always checking in on, or celebrity, or you know, regular celebrity?
5: Ooh, do you mean like low key mm-hmm. checking in on like always? Like yep, I don't want yeah. people to know. Yep, 2 I
2: am. are scroll on Instagram, but like, I you do follow them.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Ooh, that's a really good question.
4: I feel like right Ooh. now it's Alexis from OC. Just because I'm like scandal oh, would she... going
2: around with her, yes. right? I yeah. don't
4: know what it is. Um, <laughs> but I know another scandal. one that I like randomly like kind of feel like we need justice for this person who is a one season wonder um Jules Weinstein from I don't know why everything's wrong but I I check in on Jules every now and (laughs) then like randomly at 2am I can't go to sleep I'm like what's
2: the latest with Jules I forgot about her yeah yeah
5: that's actually no this is a really really great question because there's definitely people I don't follow but I'll randomly Mm -hmm. like we'll just go to I think from housewives right now Mm. I think Monica just like Mm-hmm. Now that she's not coming back mm-hmm. and she's pretty unhinged, I've been looking at Reality Vontese and like seeing she's what she's cooking up. So I feel like for me, it's Monica. But I don't know that's like embarrassing. I don't mm-hmm. know that I have an embarrassing one. I probably do. I'll have to think about it and get g- give no, you guys Monica a chance. Monica makes sense. Answer. I think that <laughs> makes sense.
2: I mean, she, yeah, she's a fascinating little yeah. figure and mm-hmm. she has like a double life. So, <laughs> so there's a lot to check in on. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
5: for sure, for sure. Um, sure. Okay, so let's talk
2: Real Housewives, motherhood, this whole world. Um, Which Real Housewife do you guys feel like you relate to the most as a mother? There's a lot of mothers. It's mostly mothers of Real Housewives, right? Mm -hmm. Who, who as the real moms of Bravo, who do you feel like you kind of look to or relate to in their mother?
5: So I'm a (laughs) Kyle Richards apologist, um, and I think of the center diamond of. Beverly Hills, I think I've always admired and respected her as a mother. And I'm also, mm-hmm. I'm a girl mom. Mm-hmm. I have two girls mm-hmm. and just seeing mm-hmm. her daughters and their relationships. Like yeah. I aspire, like, I hope my yeah. girls like each other that much mm-hmm. and want to hang out with each other like that. But I've always felt like she's always put her family first and I've, mm-hmm. I've respected yeah, that's that a good about her. Kyle, you can tell how great
2: of a mom she is. Cause all of her daughters get along. That is so impressive. That
5: is true. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I I feel yeah. I mean, I don't know my girls well. I always say I say that like sometimes like there's certain housewives where you're like love them or hate them, but you can't argue that they're a good mom. Kyle's one of Mm -hmm. them, and I honestly, I'm probably gonna. I think Teresa Mm, is one too. That in her mind, she's doing what's Mm -hmm. best for her girls. Now she's steering them into reality TV. Yes, (laughs) but I think in her mind, it's like this is what's made her Mm -hmm. financially Mm -hmm. independent, and she wants them to have that as well. And I think she really does care a lot about her family and her girls. Um, mm-hmm. but for me, I probably relate to a little bit more like pre breast cancer Gertie, I think just oh, like, cause she yeah. has you know a close relationship with her yeah, kids and her and her husband seem to have like, um, more of like a 50, 50 mm-hmm. balance. Yeah. Where like some of these women, it's very much like, um, I stayed home with the mm-hmm. kids while mm-hmm. my husband built, you know, a business or an empire. And she really was out, like is out there. We don't see it as much right now because our storyline is obviously more treatment focused mm-hmm. right now. But I, I relate to Gertie nice. quite a bit.
2: That's a good one.
5: I also wanna give an acknowledgement to Alexia. I think Alexia oh, and yeah, yeah. her oh, relationship with God, Frankie. Frankie. Mm-hmm. It is like yeah. the sweetest thing. And like I just love like you can feel her love through the mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. T V screens. Like I just mm-hmm. think she's such a good mama. And, like, talk about unconditional love because, you know, that other child has <laughs> oh, made some, also made some choices, has also made some decisions. But I think she is an unconditional love type of person. And yeah. it's like, an, I'll be with you even if you mm-hmm. are yeah. in jail, yep. even if you are, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I respect yeah, that Yeah, I her. think
2: there's a lot. There's a lot of examples. I mean, as wild as these women can be, there are a lot of examples you can find of mothers. Um, among the housewives that you can relate to. How do you think, I guess, overall, motherhood is portrayed on Real Housewife? Mm -hmm. Um, Most of these women, you know, are very affluent, very wealthy, you know, sometimes their lifestyle seems a bit unattainable. Do you think, um, do you think overall, their portrayals create unrealistic expectations for mothers or have a potential to make moms feel bad? Or do you think they're kind of showing um, like a small slice of motherhood? Um, Yeah. I think in the earlier seasons, it felt
4: more accurate. You know, like you just, you saw the kids um, in, on the camera more. Uh, It seemed like there were more things around. Like I look at like early OC days, the kids, it was like what the kids schedules and you like heard, you know, you saw Vicky, talking with her daughter and son and you saw Gina Keho talking about like baseball schedules. And, all. you know, I just felt like, um, and w- in Atlanta too, I mean, really like with Nini and Kim, um, you just, I think you just, it was more part of them. I feel like as we look at now some franchises, um, even people with like young kids, it feels like they have no problem going on these trips and doing the dinners and like doing workout classes in the middle of the day. And I don't know if that's really realistic. That's not my life. Um, and I look at some of the ones I've tried to bring in younger moms, um, and we'll see people have kids on TV. And I think, um, sort of that like bounce back expectation is I would say kind of unrealistic as well. Um,
5: Uh, To add to that, I do think I'm a firm believer of there being multiple truths. I know I watch Housewives not so much for the relatability of it. So I don't watch and think like this makes me feel insecure in my parenting or I'm not like this as a mom or anything like that. I think it's like a great form of escapism. But to Abby's point, yeah, it's definitely evolved. And, And in the beginning, it was a bit more. It was before glam squads and before like everyone's plugging stuff on Instagram. Like now, it's a bit more showy. The one thing that it is really unrealistic, and I just want—I will <laughs> get on a soapbox on this right now in front of my house. It, mm, are the damn birthday oh party? Oh my god! Go back yeah. to pizza boxes and just like keeping it like. Let's calm yeah, yeah. down, everybody. The birthday parties are a bit insane. And that's why, shout out to Jackie from New Jersey. Just a pizza No problem party. with yep, ordering yep, a box yep. of Amazon and mm-hmm. some pizza. And That's, that's all it. kids like, want, that though, too. That's the mm-hmm. funny thing. These big, over-the-top parties. That's the for the parents. parents talk
4: about
2: it, but the kids are like, I mm-hmm. don't care. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. And I, I I, agree. I do think that we saw a lot more like active mothering in the early seasons in a way that now it's just very much focused on them and the girls and the drama. And I wonder if there was like feedback that people thought that was boring or something, but I don't, mm. early OC with Gina and the boys oh and God. the son who was talking to Shane's girl and like, <laughs> it was a lot yes. of, yeah. they created oh some storylines. Yeah. what was her name? JoJo, who hated I... them kids, couldn't stand them.
5: Yeah, oh. Slade, not
2: Shane, Slade, yeah. yes, it, yeah. yeah
5: no I mean <laughs> some throwback names no but I will say though like with Potomac like I love seeing mm-hmm. Giselle with her girls and like her mm-hmm. daughter like keep mm-hmm. her in check and like I love seeing that or Karen and her daughter and now we're yeah. making TikToks yeah. like I think I like seeing if they're gonna have their kids of like how they mm-hmm. have a relationship with them Um, not so much like a dis- disciplinarian aspect but Just how they can Mm -hmm. go to lunch together and talk about cookies from (laughs) years ago. I also wonder if (laughs) if some of it, too,
4: is as the show's gotten bigger and social media has become just so, like, intertwined into our everyday life, if it's also, like, protecting the kids a little bit and maybe not wanting, like, younger kids on the show. I mean, we've heard stories of people being – kids being bullied for things their mom have done Mm -hmm. or said on the show. Um, So maybe there's a little bit – of that, but it does feel like yeah, it kind of takes a little bit of a backseat. Um, and I'm I don't know if that really represents the reality. Right. I'm imagining mm-hmm. you've got young kids. You're probably even if you have a nanny, you're coordinating schedules and you're mm-hmm. figuring out doctors' appointments and all the yeah. things. Yeah,
2: yeah, you're still the CEO of your house. That's what uh, yeah, mom friend says. And it's funny that you bring that up. Our next question is, what <laughs> do you? think about kids as storylines um I think that's been Giselle's storyline for about five (laughs) seasons is that her kids are like the best and always read her for filth Cy her daughter helped her catapult her career as a blogger and is now in full-blown television commercials with her um what do you guys think because I think Sai uses um her daughter and them looking alike in a certain way. I think Giselle uses her children in a certain way. Neither of them necessarily wrong, but what do you guys think about it?
5: That's a really good question because when you initially started to ask Mm -hmm. this question, I started shaking my head like, no. However, in the examples that you've brought up, I feel like Giselle, yes, you're right. That's her only storyline, but I enjoy her daughter Mm -hmm. reading her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I enjoy watching that. I don't like, for me with kids, I don't like when kids get mentioned no, in fights. I did not like, like, Jersey, like, when... Um, Jackie and Teresa. G, Gia. Yeah. No, G. Oh, my God, her, when um, they were fighting outside. They had that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oof. Yes. Like, yeah. that was really yeah. uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to see that. So, I guess if you're giving your parents yeah, a hard time, right. <laughs> I'm okay with it. But if it's getting like you're in the drama or a, you're like brought up as part of a mm-hmm. fight or whatever, I don't like that. So I, I get why the women say we don't talk about kids, mm-hmm. we don't talk about ex, like whatever. I I don't know. What I think do you think? If, Abby? It's a
4: slippery slope because I think we're seeing it on New Jersey. Like I mean, Gia is basically a friend of. <laughs> we're hearing she's like, you know, she's like yeah. a. I mean, she's on the yeah. payroll. Yeah. You know, and it's yep. like
2: she's a bartender and watch what happens she, live. <laughs>
4: yeah I mean then you're like okay this girl's like 22 Mm -hmm. and you think about just like you know I think there's like some stat and someone can add us if I'm totally wrong on this but I think it's like your brain isn't done fully developing until you're like 25 Mm -hmm. years Mm -hmm. old or something like as a an adult and so I just think about like some of these kids who are young adults um and so impressionable and like I don't know like it's shaping who they are and you kind of think about like it can be really hard because we love to build these women up and then we love to tear them down and see them come back Mm -hmm. up. And if you're 22, that's a -hmm. tough ride. But at the same time, I look at like Giselle, I mean, even though she's been doing it, you know, wash, rinse, repeat, it is what humanizes her. And there's a lot of times where I'll get like annoyed with her, but then I'm like, oh, but I love seeing her with Mm -hmm. her kids. Mm -hmm. Karen Huger, you know, when her daughter comes in and they got the tattoos Mm -hmm. together, I was like, oh, that's a really kind of a sweet moment as you see like this evolution of parenthood As they like, you start really like you're nurturing them, you're protecting them. And then you sort of like morph into like a friendship mode with them when they're adults. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's really hard. It's like, there's gotta be a little bit of a perfect Mm -hmm. balance. Um, But it is like, I mean, it is kind of like a a slippery slope. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how some of these reality kids like grow up Mm -hmm. and react. I mean, we're seeing a lot of the, OC and Roni ones are have really mm. stepped away or they've tried to come back. And it's not like, I think Avery mm. singer, you know, oh, bless no. her heart. She's trying for a business. But I don't think for really. what?
3: <laughs> she's,
4: she's like creating, like she has a company where she like helps like elevate bachelorette parties. And like, I forgot what it's called, but she like basically. Like batch. Yeah. Boss, it's like, like a bachelorette right? party yeah. in a box and you have different things that like they, I don't know. And it's, She's tried. tried. She's you know, and she's trying. Okay, right? she's trying. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: but you can't do that if you but, know your mom's racist. You can't do that if you know your mom's like right. saying, well.
4: And you know what? That, so that
2: thing.
4: that came up at BravoCon, <laughs> and yeah. she like kind of dodged the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, she, oh, still no! she showed up. She still Are you serious? Up. And I feel like that's she when you gotta say. There. um. I can love my mom for what she's done for me in my life, but she has a lot of learning Mm -hmm. to do. Like, Like, I mean, like you know, off the cuff. Like,
2: unless you feel the same.
4: (laughs) Well, and that's so that's the whole thing. It's like, oh, you know, so it's like maybe she would have been better off just working in a like financial company using or or Mario True Jewelry,
2: True Faith Jewelry, yeah.
4: What true was it? Yeah, True Faith. Yeah, True
2: something. (laughs) Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah.
4: Yeah, we, I don't think there's a lot of success stories of kids who have <laughs> businesses into the reality <laughs> yeah. world and businesses.
2: Yeah, I guess like the brownstone the ones- is still open. And we know that we're in New Jersey. We know that yeah. brownstone is still popping. Yeah, yeah.
5: I feel like Ali, Ali Shapiro, Jill Zarin. Oh, daughter, yeah. I appreciate like yeah. Yeah. she's like evolved, like Jill and Allie, and like she's doing her own thing. Um, I also like how cheeky she is with her own. Her, the whole yeah. situation with her father yeah. and like all of that—that that was like yeah. viral on mm-hmm. TikTok for a minute. Like, I I appreciate that, and I think yeah, she's, she's done, a done yeah. well. I wonder
4: her if herself. it helps that her mom wasn't on the show though for like for a minute. Yeah, she, yeah. A long,
2: yeah. Long time. yeah, yeah, true,
5: true. for sure. Yeah.
4: Uh, it'll be an interesting case study in like mm-hmm. fifteen years.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind <laughs> of so scared mom. honestly I know. the thought of.
5: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like the downside while we're talking about it is like to me, I think of console hmm, CX
2: girls yeah. and Oof. oh my gosh, That yeah. quick, fast money. But and, we can, uh, yeah, we, we gotta move bunch on. Bunch I know <laughs> dark. <laughs> we dark. Um, we all are like, Oof. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God. This next yeah. the next topic, please. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, we, we talked. I think uh, Vanessa you mentioned it. Bravo and housewives being like a world of escapism and you you don't necessarily watch to relate with them. You're, you're watching purely to escape. Um, I think we're super fascinated by Bravo um, having created this empire, this very successful land of escapism for so many different types of women across races, across socioeconomic statuses, across the country. Like we're all watching, we're all tuning in, we're all escaping. Um what how how do you feel like they've created that? Is it is it escapism because their lives are so different than ours and feel so unattainable and so we're able to escape with them? Like how do you feel like Bravo has been able to create this land for so many of
5: us? That's a really good question. And Abby and I've been watching Bravo since the first season of like Queer Eye and like the beginning, like legit the beginning. And so I think for me, initially, and at that moment of time in television, it was a way for me to see how other people Mm -hmm. lived. So for instance, Queer Eye, like I didn't have a lot of gay people in my life at that time. So like seeing these men and getting to know a taste, a slice of that life was what that was for me then. As I've gotten older, I definitely think there's that aspect of like, the affluent, like seeing how the rich live or seeing people like this lavish lifestyle. And now it's evolved to, in my mind, it's like these women in a way they are people, Mm -hmm. but they've turned into like characters to me where they have these funny one one liners. I mean, we have this (laughs) screenshot, (laughs) right? Like, it's like funny. They don't, they're not trying to be funny, but it's like very funny and entertaining Mm -hmm. to me. So how Bravo has done this, I think, And we're not paid by Bravo. I think they've leaned into the Mm -hmm. fandom and like have leaned into the memes and like, it's just a community. Um, A lot of people have their sports and um, fantasy football. And this is kind of like our version Mm -hmm. of it in a reality Mm -hmm. form in a way. I think too, in the
4: beginning, um, it felt like, you know, when you're picking like, what am I going to watch on TV tonight? And this is pre-streaming, you know, when when it first started. So it was like, do you want to watch like a sitcom that could be like, you know, law and order, it could be Grey's Anatomy. So it's like serious or it could be like, you know, modern family where it's a little bit lighter. But when it came to reality TV, I felt like the choices were either like the bachelor or housewives. And I remember watching the bachelor a little bit because in my sorority, some of the girls really liked it. And I kind of felt like it just was like this portrayal of like, all these women fighting for one guy and just like the, the desperation and the way that like, you know, it was just like, then they're falling in love so fast. And it was just sort of like, this isn't for me as a woman. I'm like, I'm not relating to this. I'm not going to, I'll never be in this environment. And it didn't. So it didn't feel aspirational. It didn't feel relatable. Housewives came out and it kind of felt like a little bit of both. Cause there's moments where you're like, God, they're so rich. They don't even understand what a normal person would feel like going to the grocery store or, you know, like picking their kids up from school and it's not the chauffeur and they don't know like how to, you know, what lane they go to and stuff. And, but then it's also can be relatable because there's like the relationships and it's marriages that go through ups and downs and sometimes divorce and it's friends dying, parents dying. You know, it's like, there's different aspects of it that you can really relate to. And I think that's why it brings in so many different people. You know, um, we did a Vanderpump Rules reunion watch party in Kansas city and St. Louis. And I was watching I remember like it like struck me there was this moment there was um, a woman who showed up in St. Louis and she had just moved there and she was by herself and she's like I don't have a table I'm like let me help you find someone and there was another white woman and there was a gay man and a black woman all sitting at this table together watching Vanderpump rolls, strangers up until that moment and then when it wrapped they were um the restaurant was going around and being like hey do you want to come back we'll get a reservation for you for next week and the three of them were Aww. like we're, we'll sit together again Aww, and I was just thinking like where else you know and i'm not like obviously bravo i know like there's it it has its flaws and we know but like, we just talked about r- the racism amongst <laughs> ramona and she's not the only racist housewife you know but unfortunately um but there's moments like that and i was like i don't know if there's a lot of shows that can bring that many people to together yeah. in a way and i i think that's really cool and i think bravo has recognized that and that's why bravo con mm-hmm. i mean it's People don't understand that, it, but it's like to be around your people and people who get this fascination mm-hmm. and not judge mm-hmm. you for it and they like get excited for you with it. You're like, I want to be around mm-hmm. that.
2: Yeah. Bravo hasn't made a whole lot of wrong moves when it comes to its audience. Like. Every single move is so calculated. I remember when Real Housewives of New Jersey was announced and people were like, what? Real Housewives New Jersey? That's ridiculous. And as somebody from New Jersey, it was like, this is going to be I everything. was so ready for this. Because we, we already knew it was coming. Yeah. Yes. And it's 11 years, 12 years later or whatever. And even the decision to have BravoCon at the Javits Center and to have it be so big. And I Mar- Michael Arsenault, I always quote him when he says, it's like WrestleMania for Bravo fans. And that is really how <laughs> it felt by the end of it. I was tuning in, I had my white wine, I was like half drunk watching the coverage. I can't wait to go next year with Natasha and just like down it's... every canned alcohol. I just can't wait. It's so yeah. fun. It's weird as as drunk people like
4: people got, there was no like right. violence Never, or even time. like yelling. Yep. Mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so it's yeah it is it is really cool i think they've made mistakes obviously with casting right. yeah, definitely. and some yeah. other things like but rossos a dallas i agree
2: like, was a mess oh but yeah not but, a whole you lot. know i in do the think past, like 15 years
4: yeah when with their fans i do think like even the way their social media mm-hmm. runs now like they'll they put out yeah. the, the seating, seating charts, charts.
2: Yeah. brilliant yeah yes. we care yes. it's like
4: oh they brilliant. care about that and people are clamoring mm-hmm. to figure it out so like you know the The Bravo accounts are putting out first, and Bravo's like, oh, well, we'll just put this out morning of. You guys can have it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Bravo's done a tremendous job at leaning into the fandom, as you said. Like, leaning into the memes, leaning into um, just, like, all the content in the conversation and and capitalizing, exploiting it, whatever, as best they can, in a way that (laughs) is very different in Bachelor Nation. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're trying to, like, control the narrative. They're trying to um yeah not lean into what the fans want at all you know sometimes by who they announce who the bachelor is it's like are y'all paying attention to twitter like nobody wants him but bravo they very much pay attention and so i think yeah i think that's why it's so many. they so many women like can tune in and feel like you know they get it
3: Mm-hmm.
5: mm-hmm. i'm that's a good way uh, to put it i think the
4: bachelor has so much opportunity so to like
3: much like, I'm like, so what if, what if? <laughs> you guys are high
4: I know, crazy. I mean, I know, About I'm like, it. this is the whole point in your <laughs> podcast and I'm no, not no, traditional no, no, The no, Bachelor no. at all, but I'm like, Hey, what if we have like, we don't even have to go wild to do a plus size woman, but what if we had like a girl that's like a size eight or 10 and not a size nice. zero and not trying to be a beauty influencer, right. but she actually has like a job that's like, <laughs> wow, that's really cool. You're a, a software engineer. I guess like those people wouldn't want to come on the show. Maybe yeah, yeah, I, yeah. but <laughs> it, I don't know. I feel like there's like an opportunity to like, maybe. I don't know because I feel like Bravo, like they were hearing feedback, like it's not diverse enough Mm -hmm. or we have all like all the women are getting older. So they're like, okay, we're going to bring in younger Mm -hmm. women. We're going to bring in women of color. Like Roni is not a right. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
5: like, and you know, those types of things. So hopefully (laughs) bachelor nation, get it together. (laughs) So I I do
4: love though, the traders and this whole like thought of like let's put all these reality stars together and pick and choose like because i didn't watch pilot pete yeah yeah yeah. i like i didn't watch pilot pete's Mm -hmm. season at all but now i'm like man i kind (laughs) of want to go back because he's sort of like intriguing to me on the on traders right now wasn't he mean to that girl? All he's I hear is like the he's windmill, or something. The least some intriguing of
2: bachelor he's, we've ever um,
4: <laughs> like. Yeah, he's fi- not. So go figure, <laughs> yeah, right? Then he's not like, one like our favorite yeah. bachelors,
2: but he, he was very messy at the end. So he he made for an interesting bachelor, I guess. Oh. By the end, um, but yeah, it is cool that he's mm-hmm. you know turning up on traders and making people like interested in what's going on over there. Yeah. mm Hmm. mm Hmm. So speaking of Bravo's audience, I think it's really interesting that with some of the younger housewives, I would say with most of the younger housewives, um, and by younger, we mean in their like mid to late 30s, a lot of their storylines revolve around fertility. Um, And we, both Natasha and I, are in our um, mid 30s right now. And we are at an age now where we're so susceptible to like very, very vicious, kind of marketing and um, I guess like plot points about fertility and they really stick with a lot of women because we've been told something our whole lives about fertility and about age. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think about most of the housewives who are younger having this fertility storyline and Bravo kind of furthering this um, with some of the girls? Because I think- Like with Jessel, it was a really honest moment with her and her mom. I really appreciated that. But with some of the girls, it just feels like they're reaching for something. They know fertility is relatable and they grab at it. So, what do you guys think? I was about to say, uh, maybe I am. Maybe Maybe I'm not.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I, if you're going down the okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like where you're like, where you're like, hey, I think I'm gonna have another kid, and you have this whole bit with Joe, and he's like, oh, I gotta jerk right. off, and like whatever, yeah. like that yeah. whole thing, I'm not into. However, what you said with Jessel, um, I'm trying to think of other people yeah. like Tinsley, yeah. and, and like her wanting mm-hmm. desires to talk about having a child, candy, I'm about candy. yeah, and- yeah. Yes. yeah, but I. To me, and granted, my point of view is different, but I think Abby and I have, even though we both have not experienced IVF or IUI or any of those, any reproductive struggles that so many women experience, I think so oftentimes Mm -hmm. we suffer in silence Mm -hmm. as women. So like I welcome somewhat normalizing those conversations and educating people to not ask Mm -hmm. like, when are you going to have kids? Or why aren't you married? Or like these types of questions. So I'm okay with using it as a storyline as long as it's kind of going down that path. Mm-hmm. I know brain, um, is doing, mm-hmm. I'm freezing her eggs right now. Sheena has done it like yeah. Tinsley. So I'm, I'm okay with it being an open discussion. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. Um, but I don't like it when it's done yeah. like Melissa Gorga. And yeah. I do, I think Nika <laughs> is also kind of
4: using it as mm-hmm. well to be yeah. relatable. And it kind of, you can see through Cause I'm like, First of all, being I am 38, I did have my, um, I have a one and a half year old. So I had a kid at 36. I was a geriatric pregnancy, mm-hmm. advanced maternal age, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, so I've got like, you know, I've, I've been mm-hmm. labeled that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also had an amazing OB who was like, I'm not, she's like, I'm not seeing like this dramatic increase. It's not like all of a sudden you turn 35 and it's like, Oh, right. you're definitely going to have a kid that has X, Y, Yo, and Z. That's
2: it's how like, they tell us. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's like, oh, your your eggs are I mean, and I get the whole like if I were to talk to a girl at like 26, mm-hmm. 27 now who's like I really want to focus on my career, I want to have kids later in life. I think I might say you should just go ahead and freeze your eggs <laughs> yeah. now. If like, that wasn't yeah. something 10 years ago, like yeah. I would have froze my eggs, then I think people like, Ooh, you're weird. Why did you mm-hmm. do that?" So I th- I think that's like cool and I love that honestly the technology is there to let women have careers yeah. and a family. Mm-hmm. Um but I do feel like for some of them, it's just like, yeah, like with NECA, it's like, I know enough people that have struggled from infertility and like, and I'm not trying to discredit it, but like trying for six or seven months and like your husband not really being in town and you're not really trying at the right times. I feel like for people who right. really are in it, right. and think of it and they're like, we've been Girl, doing this for eight yes. months. And yeah. like, yeah, right. Like you, and you trying to find a doctor who's going to let you do IVF because you don't want to wait anymore. I think for right. some people, they're like, gosh, and, and IVF, like, I mean, I have so many friends that have gone through it. It is emotionally, physically, financially, like
3: abuse to you essentially. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're
4: like putting so many hormones in your body. You're like, it just, it's a really hard process to go through. So I feel like some of them can kind of glamorize it in Mm -hmm. a way or make it seem like, Oh, well Mm -hmm. I'll just do IVF and have Mm -hmm. a kid. And it's like, well, it's not, it's not that simple. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but I love that we're talking about it. I love that. I love candy sharing surrogacy. I love sharing that, like, motherhood can come in different ways, whether it's adoption, whether it's IVF, whether it's yeah, surrogacy, and that you can have a kid later in life and it's mm-hmm. still a great experience. And, um, or it might be not what you expected. You look at Tensley, mm-hmm. who's now a stepmom, mm-hmm. and we're all like, oh my God, we're yeah. so excited yeah. for her. And yeah. I think so, it's that piece of it is really cool. But yeah, I think when you're using it for a storyline or you're almost like
2: yeah. glamorizing infertility yeah. in a way, it's it that's a tough, tough thing yeah. for me to yeah. see. Yeah, this downing the prenatals with the champagne yeah. is killing yeah. me. It's like killing no, me one, killing no one does that. that. Oh my yeah. God. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I love how Bryn too went to another country to get her eggs frozen because it's too expensive. <laughs> oh. I I that. love that. Yeah, because I just saw that on TikTok. Somebody went to the Bahamas to get IVF and it was like $50. Not $50. <laughs> like it's, so, it's, it was like so it's cheap. It's so cheap. Yeah.
4: yeah, it's like kind of gross mm-hmm. how expensive it is mm-hmm. here, and also like then you have the kid and like your hospital. Oh goal, my like,
3: god,
4: <laughs> it's insane! Like people were complaining that like when Princess Kate had her um her last prince, whatever, which one was it, Louis? Um, I I'm not yeah, like same. fully up to date with the royals, but they were like, oh my god, her private room, it was you know eight thousand dollars for her like you know thirty six hour stay. I'm That's like, let's see, uh, my they were like acting like I'm like my stay oh my in a run-of-the-mill yeah, right. St. Louis yeah was $16,000 yeah, for me yeah, not yeah. even my kid like the baby has its <laughs> right. own bill so I'm like I'll t- I can have a private suite for $8,000 in London right. I would have flown over there and living right <laughs> yeah. next to Kate like wow. so I mean it is that's a whole other conversation but I think it is like I like that she's mm-hmm. like sharing that too mm-hmm. it's relatable like mm-hmm. yeah she has money but she's like if I don't have to drop right. $30,000 in the States and I can do it for Mm -hmm. eight somewhere else. uh, I'm going to do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree with everything you guys are saying, like the exposure, the different fertility stories and the different ways of getting pregnant The exposure that Bravo and Housewives have given to that topic, I think has been very helpful in ways. Um, But then, yeah, the cheap shots like NECA that, you know, brings a lot of harm and just probably annoyance as a mother watching like what is she talking about what is she doing yeah
5: for sure but like the one thing about the bravo fandom is that we can love you in a minute and hate you in the next and people Mm -hmm. are not afraid to call Mm -hmm. you out on that type of behavior so like i think as viewers and reality tv viewers this isn't just bravo i think we can Mm -hmm. sense authenticity Mm -hmm. when we see it and like Mm-hmm. we've watched many years we have many years of tv watching under our belts right. you can tell a fraud when you see Unless one Monica. um so <laughs> yeah. i think if i that one i mean yeah. that, that threw us yeah. off yeah threw us all. that threw us all off. however that being said it's like i don't right. know as long as you're being real and right. authentic with yourself we welcome mm-hmm. those stories as long as it's genuine mm-hmm. not just because and i do yeah. feel like when Neca gets
4: pregnant, mm-hmm. the fandom's going to mm-hmm. celebrate of it. We're going to be excited yeah, for yeah. her. It's not like a, oh, no. now we don't like you. Um, But it's just, yeah, I think, I think too, she could have been really relatable. She's like, I think we're probably going to end up having to go down the route of using fertility assistance because my husband mm-hmm. is a traveling doctor and he it isn't always in town when yeah. I'm ovulating. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, there's probably people who like, even if their husband isn't like a doctor, but maybe he works like, Mm-hmm. an evening shift mm-hmm. and you're you know like right. and he's not home like your two ships passing in the night to make ends meet it's like it's a different type of relatability but people can relate to like scheduling being an issue mm-hmm. with you know conceiving right. a child yeah
2: that i'd want to see much more than,
4: but yeah, champagne Anybody with your prenatals, that. which that's gonna make you vomit anyway. <laughs> right? Isn't that
2: gonna yeah. right? So you're just having Like a, yeah. unlimited brunch every day? Yeah. Like what? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um. Okay. Similar. Similar to fertility, a bit different though. Is we want to talk about like cosmetic procedures and beauty and um. Now I think normal everyday women we're talking more. About what work we've done, you know, women are showing themselves on IG stories, going to get their Botox, you know. How much do we credit Bravo with our collective comfortability now with Botox and fillers and the less shame around cosmetic procedures? Is it, do we credit Bravo completely or what do you guys think?
5: I've never thought about mm-hmm. that and Bravo specifically. Um, I, like, my <laughs> gut says we don't give them credit. <laughs> Because I, I I think sometimes, like, we've had so many beauty moments on Bravo where initially it was, like, curiosity. And then as time moved on, mm-hmm. it felt like a storyline in a way. Um, but I do think that it's probably made it more comfortable and open. Um, I, I do appreciate, like, listen, you do you at the end of the day. If you want to get your tits done, get your tits done. If you want your ass mm-hmm blown up get it a blown up I I don't care Mm -hmm. you do you but as long as you're being honest about it and like owning up to it Mm -hmm. I'm fine I'm good with it uh but I don't know do you think Bravo deserves credit Abby I mean like a yes and no I do sometimes get like a cringe
4: thing when like Andy's like oh Whitney do you have new boobs it's like so so gross and I know (laughs) it's like and I'm like I'm sorry I know you're gay and like but like you I don't think a man can comment on a woman's body the way yeah um, I do like that. They're more open about it because I think, you know, going back to that whole, like, not like being unattainable and maybe like sparking, like a sense of like depression or unworthiness and people like, I give Madison LaCroix a ton of credit. She's like, I had a morning makeover. I work out really hard, but I also like got a tummy tuck. I did all these things to my body. Um, I like a her for that because I think there are people out there watching who think she just like went to the, you know, Oh, I got a like trainer that. and now I, she looks like this. It's like, you know, and it's the same thing. I think like, with all the things out there, like if you're using something else to help like supplement the things you're doing it, I think it's okay to like say it. Cause we have gotten to the point where like people can get Botox and, and talk about it and it's okay. Um, and I think same for like plastic surgery. I think it's kind of cool that like, we're kind of taking that power away from like haters, like shaming people for it. I like that a lot. Um, and I think we're seeing that with like housewives. I mean, even like Monica, like early on, she's like, I had an affair with my 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 brother-in-law and I'm going to say it before anybody else tries to use it against me. And I think, you know, plastic surgery has become that way too, which is, I think, I think it's cool that we're kind of like, I want to feel better about myself and I'm going to feel better if I have bigger boobs or if I have veneers or if I have a new nose. Um, I do love it when people try to make it sound like they had less work done <laughs> than they did though. They're like, oh, I just, I just got like my... <laughs> Came yeah all I hours. just got like Botox. I'm like, you got a facelift. Like, that's yeah. not-
5: no, I like Jen oh Fessler. Like, I died. She was a friend of New Jersey where they're like, she, you yeah. basically had a new yeah. face. Like, but you she like on owned that too. She was like, new
4: yeah, new season, new mm, face. Oof. yeah.
2: God. Oh my god. <laughs> um, for us, we have had we've covered a lot of seasons of The Bachelor. One of our toughest seasons, we always say, was Matt James. It was really, really hard for us to cover that season.
4: Ladies, that's the season we watched. I watched watch that God. season. I
2: watched. That's where you we start. <laughs> Bad us. Bam.
4: They go, please cover The Bachelor. So we're like, okay, we'll do it. And we did the Matt James thing. We're like, guys. We're out of here. <laughs> we're <in> done. Here. <laughs> we're here. Oh, my God.
5: That is time I will never get yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who kisses with their eyes oh. open oh like God. that, like was. But oh no, God. sorry, not so to steal no, your thunder, no, yeah. but I'm like,
4: yeah, we were like, that was our that's like entry into woo. it. And it was like, yeah, that's oh. yeah.
2: At that time, we were one of just a few, just maybe a handful um, of black podcasts covering um, The Bachelor. And it was a really hard season for us. Were, are there any seasons or franchises that have been like really difficult for you guys to recap in that way? OC, God, OC mm. oh, it so OC hard. is rough. Mm. Oh man, those ladies make it hard. And
4: you guys, we had like I a think... phase where we always picked the wrong housewife. Like we'd be like, "Oh, this person's gonna be great," oh, and then like these man. things would come out, yeah. and we're like <laughs> eating our words. Um, yeah. yeah, and it was mm-hmm. OC.
5: I think the bron- like the Bronwyn years with OC. I think any Housewife season during 2020 yeah. mm-hmm. was especially challenging because we're trying to have productive conversations but this is where it's become tough in in the sense of like okay it's reality tv right this is a real thing that's happening george floyd happened like the 2020 Mm -hmm. election the pandemic like all these different things um and i i felt like those topics can be hard to cover as a creator because you want to be true to yourself but it's such a balance of like you know cancel culture you say the wrong thing and mm-hmm. it goes <laughs> you know go off to mm-hmm. one end and whatever so i think it's there's definitely yes i'm going around in circles right now but yes i definitely feel that and i've had times hard times covering things in a way where i'm trying to be objective in my mm-hmm. thoughts but also true to who i am and what i believe mm-hmm. is morally right mm-hmm. or wrong yeah
2: yeah so it's hard. Yeah. yeah the yeah, world of like recapping is tricky. It's definitely tricky. We have our own personal thoughts. We're trying to recap what we see on TV. Um, you're trying to be true to yourself, and then things are coming out about the contestants or the characters, and then you eat your words from last week. It's like <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to navigate for sure.
5: Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're constantly like, oh, well, I flip flop, like all the time so one minute Mm -hmm. i hate love this person and the next i love them next
2: week so yeah (laughs) yeah which i think is fine because as you said Mm -hmm. like i think the bravo audience same with bachelor Nation audience is like very pretty forgiving you know you might hate them one episode then the next you love them like i've been flip-flopping like crazy with NECA and wendy (laughs) this this (laughs) recap season yeah Uh, back and forth i know now i'm like yeah wendy don't go to lunch (laughs) yeah right
4: yeah And in the beginning, I was like, your mom is a witch. <laughs> like, you know, it's exactly. like. <laughs> so. You know. oh, but, God. you know, I think that's like the beauty Oof. of reality right. TV. It's like we all can watch one mm-hmm. scene and like have four different mm-hmm. reactions to the exact same thing because of our experiences in life and who we are. But we can discuss it and enjoy hearing about other people's (laughs) point of view. Like, I think that's really cool. Exactly. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Um, Well, thank you, ladies, for indulging us in this little conversation about motherhood (laughs) and sisterhood and, you know, what we're seeing on Bravo. Um, Before we dive into Potomac, Justine, we're going to have to do a little pre-show. What pop culture mess Mm -hmm. are we going to talk about? Yeah. So we're going to be talking about the Grammys, the highs and the lows. (laughs) We are going to be talking about Candy leaving Real Housewives of Atlanta and Candace had her lawsuit with Michael Darby dropped. Okay. Well, if you want to listen to this episode ad-free with our juicy pre-show, hot takes on all of that goodness, join the Rose Garden over at Patreon. Head to patreon.com number two, Black Girls, number one, Rose. You can also watch us on video. You can see all four of our beautiful faces on video on Patreon. Um, and yeah, join us for a rewatch of Insecure Season 1. Try out a Patreon membership with a seven-day free trial okay so all right let's dive into this episode of Potomac Mm -hmm. friend uh what are your initial thoughts these late (laughs) what are you excited to talk about oh my god I feel like we're getting to a place with Potomac where we need a budget upgrade I think these girls are well deserving of a huge budget upgrade. We need a trip to Dubai. We need a trip somewhere really, really nice because an unpacking party, a GNA activewear line shopping fabric store where there's no clothing to be seen today. Mm. That was nine months ago. Mm. Girl, please. (laughs) I'm tired of this. Mm. Oh my God. I think they just deserve more of a budget to in the production. And I think it would just help them in their storyline so much Mm. if they all got raises and they all got help and they all got (laughs) business consultants. (laughs) Like we all got this going because this is really tragic. Um, And their businesses don't go nearly as far, I think because they don't have the help. They don't have the audience and whatever. Mm. Um. And I think that there is no hope for NECA and Wendy, if I were to say Yeah, it's a nah. I would say zero. It's just a, it's no. a nah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And if Neki if NECA's a one and done, she's the only one to blame for it, which is really sad mm. because Ashley brought her in and who is easier to blame than <laughs> Ashley Darby? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: God, can't even blame her.
2: Oh my lord, yeah. have mercy! And I just don't—I feel bad talking about NECA like this because it's such a um, a slice of her life and a snippet of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll never really get to know her because of all of the mistakes that she's yeah. made during production. Yeah, you know? she didn't come prepared, so it's of her own no. doing. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and those are those are pretty much my initial thoughts. Didn't learn a whole lot during this episode either, friends. Mm-hmm. Do you have lessons? I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> you do. Yes. Oh wow. I can okay. I can find something always parse through. Um, okay. okay, my thoughts. So yeah, Wendy and NECA. I I blame both of them for how this has gone down. I think it's so unfortunate. Okay. I think it started way back even before the show started, or before NECA's season, which I talked about, where I think she where she she messed up, was not reaching out to Wendy before coming on the show. And I think that's why Wendy mm-hmm. was big mad and then denied her when she came on screen. And it was just mm-hmm. a horrible start that snowballed and i'm like watching this episode i was i was pissed meeting i was pissed meeting lebe meeting chica meeting neka's sister meeting all of these friends and family these beautiful women who Mm -hmm. seeing them and seeing the hope of what potomac could have maybe been in future seasons Yep, when we yep. finally kick whack-ass robin to the curb yes and yes. giselle is gonna be yes, held accountable re- for yes. no fucking storyline yes. and held held her yes. accountable and her- kicked her to the curb and we could have had this like mm-hmm. nigerian takeover and yep now that's yep. not gonna happen neka might not even be here mm-hmm. next season <laughs> i'm so mm-hmm. annoyed mm-hmm. at that um so that was my first thought just like I can't even there's no hope for them and I'm big mad at both of them because Wendy mm. also you know Neca made a lot of boo-boos as a first season girl coming in but Wendy also was big mad at her feelings and so once that happened it just like it ended any chance of reconciliation or any type of alliance with these girls and mm-hmm. we're never gonna see the what could have been um mm-hmm. I don't I I disagree with you on the women needing a budget And that's what's gonna turn this around. I think Uh we need to do some house cleaning at Potomac. I'm like very convinced now. Robin and Giselle are not pulling their weight, period. Grace is going off to college, so. Yeah, I I know. We're not gonna see her. (laughs) The storyline is leaving, Giselle. Oh, Grace, you were holding it down. Grace was holding it down. down, Exactly. (laughs) The way that Robin, or no, the way that Giselle rolled into the Happy Eddie party and immediately got whiff of the current beef between Karen and Mia, and then immediately goes to say Mm -hmm. hi to Karen and repeats the old dog, new tricks thing. Yep. She just rides Mm -hmm. on everybody's Mm. drama and gives us nothing. Mm -hmm. It's so obvious now that I'm like, (laughs) I I can't, watch. this is so annoying. I don't want to, I'm annoyed with her. The same way I'm annoyed with Robin. Robin was completely useless this episode and is useless almost every episode unless Juan is there and there's some Juan-Robin like weird shit happening for us to talk about. But I'm just, yeah, ju- I'm not convinced that it's just a budget. I feel like we need fresh blood mm. and we need to do a little mm. house cleaning. And I'm seeing Kiana yeah. in the mix. Kiana always looking real cute. Woo. Or Kiera, whatever her name Wait. is. Wait. She looking real Whatever cute. her name is, I adore her. I adore yes. her, exactly. She <laughs> yeah. looking real cute, coming yeah. for these damn, yeah. what are they holding in the beginning? Champagne glasses, whatever. cover her peach. Yeah. Um, I always say crabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her Phillips <laughs> crab cake, yeah. <laughs> 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 and and yeah and that's what made me even more mad looking at wendy and Nekka and all of these like mm, yeah. cool looking nigerian girls in their ether that could have taken yeah, over this franchise yeah. and we ain't mm-hmm. gonna get this so mm-hmm. um and then even ashley i'm looking at ashley like you, been, you need to come with something because okay we're not getting much yeah. out of you neither sis and <laughs> i haven't seen not nana date of ashley i want to see ashley out on these streets dating I don't want to keep... We haven't seen Ashley on a date since she confronted Michael about fucking Uh, a stripper. In the room. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And having a picture of him out on the internet. She just pops up in her cute little floral mini dress and kind of, you Mm -hmm. know, is there on screen, you know, little comedic relief or whatever, but she's not giving us anything. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, I'm just, yeah, a little high-keyed annoyed this mm. episode with these ladies. Um, mm. I do mm-hmm, feel like mm-hmm. Mia, which, again, eating my words, because I was clowning Mia maybe three episodes yeah. ago, <laughs> calling her useless. And now yeah. Mia is pulling her weight and mm-hmm, getting to mm-hmm. watch this, like, in real-time divorce and these like arrangement discussions over brunch. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God, that was very real. That was very real. It was really interesting. We're seeing a yeah, sugar daddy yeah. and his former sugar yeah. baby turn wife and mother of his kids. <laughs> going through a divorce like that's interesting Trying to rearrange yeah, and and yeah. talking through hypotheticals as if they're not talking about themselves they were like talking about Ashley and Michael but they were really right. talking about themselves yeah. like mm-hmm. that shit was interesting so that I love to see mm-hmm. and yes I definitely eat my words on that because Mia she always brings truth she brings honesty yeah. she will say yep. it first because she doesn't want anybody to say it back to her at, you know before her um mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that i i it and then that leads me to my lessons learned what's the best way to divorce your sugar daddy husband <laughs> i feel like we learned so tired. <laughs> feel like we're learning how to do it any sugar babies out there listen close we're gonna dissect this we'll talk about it at the end of the episode yes yeah, yeah. Please email us or <laughs> comment below. Mm-hmm. If you have been a sugar baby, I would love to investigate more oh into God. this lifestyle. Style. The taken care of lifestyle is something that I because i'm 34 mm-hmm. and because i'm locked down mm-hmm. i will never have that I life know. and i wish i just I, tasted it me one time i'm so mad i had it. too much oh my god too much of a prude and too much pride yeah. in college i wish yeah. i really was just out yeah. here in these streets same <laughs> i had too much like forethought of what my dad was yes <laughs> Fuck, who fucking cares gave ain't paying my pc and g bill <laughs> it now goddamn it <laughs> we didn't have the <laughs> platforms though like these ladies have yeah we didn't there's multiple softwares and you know <laughs> so, <laughs> the only fans the what was that SeekingArrangements.com, yeah. and Seek there's so many ways though yep yep oh yep. my god but anyways yeah we'll talk about that because <laughs> i feel like yeah. we'll learn a little bit that <laughs> mia scene um yeah. anyways let's dive into the recap Let's okay, so we open with Ashley and Giselle meeting at the fabric store to pretend mm. like they know what the Mm-mm. fuck they're doing with this <laughs> GNA bullshit. <laughs> they're pulling fabrics. They don't know what. Are you like polka dots? paisley oh leggings oh this god. looks good on every skin tone I'm like what in the lulu rich what is this it is giving lula <laughs> yes oh god oh my god Ooh. when ashley said um turquoise that looks good on everybody i know I nearly that's lulu that's what they would say i nearly di- i don't own a single turquoise thing personally it's nothing I have a bra, I have a bra top okay. that's really cute, but for, okay, for thick girls, and y'all will comment down below, y'all know, a light colored bottom never works. A light color that's risky with the sweat, risky. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweat and just like cellulite and showing just everything, flattering and yeah. showing things, but a, a light colored top is usually okay. Mm. But a, a, a turquoise legging, forget it. Yeah, I'm not wearing well, never. Yeah, Mm-mm, and no never. shade if that if that's what you. But it was her saying it looks good on everybody. That I was like, I that's know. not the color that looks good on everybody. There's <laughs> gotta be another color that looks good on everybody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, <sighs> Ashley and Giselle, they're giving each other the ill setup um yeah indeed i think this gna line is about to be a mess i i Mm -hmm. said it before this is going straight to tiktok shop and i just don't understand why why not partner with someone who knows more than you that's that's a thing too even i always say this just for the sake of the environment
3: Mm -hmm.
2: why are you wasting all of these carbon fuels (laughs) On making these ugly things. Another athleisure line that no one asked for from the two of you. Like, (laughs) There's so much athleisure on Amazon that is ruining the earth. Why are you inventing another one that is ruining the earth? We don't have to use this energy. And then they're each other's business partners. That just seems like the dumb it's just start. tragic just <laughs> the worst terrible. start of any business is to partner with somebody yeah. who doesn't know any like who doesn't know more than you like we even see yep. happy eddie we meet his like partner that woman yeah, who owns yes. the shop the dispensary yeah. right find yep, somebody yep, smarter than yep. you so you can learn from and they can guide something and then you bring your skill set for whatever it is but these two i can't <laughs> like, yeah And there's definitely room, a pretty little thing. There's room for you, Ashley. There might even be room for you too, Giselle girl, (laughs) to get in there and do a collab. collab, yeah. That's true. With like an established brand, like a a Mm -hmm. little line or something. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, me and Robin, they join as well at the fabric store. They all catch up on the Surrey trip. Only Ashley attended. Um, (laughs) So she was like giving them the tea on what was going down and, and tells uh, Mia how Karen was like big mad at her for how she was going off in the group text or something about the invitation mm-hmm. being so, late. Rightfully so rightfully so yeah. Yes. Um, we then also learned that Wendy sent a group text inviting everybody to the Happy Endy event mm-hmm. including mm-hmm. NECA
3: including yeah.
2: however Eddie's text to the guys did not include Ike so <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eddie cuz he didn't get that in instruction know. before I, he sent the yeah, text. I think oh, so. Edward. Edward I don't know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, next we see Necka. She is on a Zoom with her business partner. She is opening a or starting a sparkling wine line. Hate this. Hate it. Hate this so much. <laughs> yeah, I hate it because she reminds us of that stupid ass scene of her taking her prenatals with the champagne Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she's just she's just not giving us more angles to her i think that's what's frustrating yeah and why we keep saying she's doing such a poor job as a her first Mm -hmm. year like we've gotten the you know she's trying to get pregnant her husband Mm -hmm. works a lot um which that i would love to see more of but sure And the prenatals with the champagne, like repeating that, this drama with Wendy dragging that out. Like we're not seeing anything really new. I guess this was her way of showing us her like new business venture, but it was again, reminding us through the little flashback with the, you know, I take my prenatals with champagne. I just love champagne. I don't know. Yeah. To me, I just feel like she thinks I'm stupid. She really Mm -hmm. thinks that her audience is stupid, Mm -hmm. and I don't like that. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: I would love to learn more about you being a lawyer. I'm not too stupid to understand what you Mm do. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. We don't even know what kind of law she practices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, she said, we don't know. FinTech company. So I guess just. Okay. 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 So it's probably boring. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I would just. I don't know. I I don't like it when someone introduces a concept, has no backstory as to why they actually like it, and then says, well, I'll make it affordable for you, you poor. <laughs> you know? I hate that. <sighs> oh, I hate it. You just think I'm dumb and broke. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Anyways. Lebe comes over. We finally meet Lebe. Lebe comes over. We I meet mean, Lebe. Who's sad? <laughs> Chica, another friend came over. Mm -hmm. Chica's outfit was nuts. I've never seen this before. (laughs) I'm sorry, I have to talk about it. Chica was wearing, like, a squirt, but instead of shorts underneath, it was pants with, like, a faux midi skirt on top. (laughs) Oh, Lord. It is giving praise and worship. worship. (laughs) It was a wild outfit, but she was nice. She was cute. Mm. Um, so yeah NECA they're still not unpacked the house is still a mess there's boxes everywhere yeah. she's going to have this uh-huh. unpacking mm-hmm. party so her friends can help her unpack she's making it like a pajama jam type thing mm-hmm. okay Um. Yeah. I think this is a cute concept for your real friends exactly. not for the like, girls to come over I like, would hey. do this for your house yes <laughs> like, Like, you're real, real good, Judy's. Y'all come over. We get to work, ladies. And everybody knows that expectation. But these friends, they're going to come and judge and hate on your house. And just hate on you. I feel like this would even be better. And obviously, she couldn't do this because of the city. Mm -hmm. This would even be better if she did a packing party oh packing up Where the they house were packing yeah, up that's stuff. cute and then going through like her memories yeah, and her photos yeah, and stuff like yeah. that helping her throw out old clothes that are ugly yes. or yeah like, that'd be old fun sentimental things that are stupid that'd be mm-hmm. fun great way to get to know mm-hmm. you but this here unpacking your wedding gifts that are two years old that are literally dusty mm-hmm. no. no and they're just gonna hate on you i just already felt i just saw the confessionals already of them just like going in <laughs> on the unpacking um, so Neka asks Lebe, cause Lebe's gonna be at the party, if it's okay if Wendy comes. Cause she invited, mm-hmm. um, she invited Wendy. Um, and then she mm-hmm. also shares she's going to the Happy Eddie event and she just seems very hopeful, feels very hopeful of what her and Wendy can, you know, become or kind of overcome. And, uh, mm-hmm. Lebe just reminds her, like, when you go to this Happy Eddie event, just remember you're on her turf. So yeah yeah don't be all excited all chill chill out exactly yeah. she felt the energy of like <laughs> yeah. we're about to be besties we're about to be done with this fight and yeah. she was like chill mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. that's not your friend <laughs> like mm-hmm. now next we have candace and chris Chris, um quick little moment candace is practicing her lines mm-hmm. for a movie or a show or something that she's filming um Dumb. i thought this was so cute because <laughs> chris is going to the happy Eddie event she like places her order like I'm gonna need you to get the, the pre-roll it. yes the, the, this yeah <laughs> I love that yep and she didn't know like what it what an indica is and she's like the one that makes you tired I need that those. yeah <laughs> I need that one <laughs> and then Candace is so funny to me then she says oh um so Chris like how you feeling about all forehead and ankles <laughs> I love her I love her and I, you knew exactly who she was talking about. Exactly who she was talking about. <laughs> oh, forehead and ankles. To call somebody ankles is wild. <laughs> Uh, and I don't think I've seen Giselle's ankles I don't think since so 2016. Like it's I no spe- I've idea. never seen her ankles. I have no idea what she's I talking about. I don't look at her ankles, yeah, specifically with the ankles. I no. I don't know what she's referencing. No clue. But I she's ankles. But though. I knew when who I she was Giselle, talking about. I'm like yeah, ankles. ankles. <laughs> I think because the way we think about it, Giselle's always walking crazy in some heels. Like she can never walk in her oh, heels. Yeah, she's teetering all always. the time. Yeah. So that made me think of the ankles. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Okay, yeah. Now, okay. Time for the Happy Eddie events, which is being hosted at a dispensary. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mm-hmm. assumed Happy Eddie, I, th- I thought it was a dispensary. Its own, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not yet. They're still applying for licensing and... I'm sure it's like that. Makes it's, I'm sure it's like a whole mess <laughs> to try to get mm-hmm. a dispensary open. I can only imagine. Um, mm-hmm. But they have two strands, uh, two strains, mm-hmm. and then a third called Zen Wen. Love it. I love it too. Finally, I love it. <laughs> Finally, and it's 33% THC, which is high mm. AF. That is so much THC. <laughs> it's great, mm-hmm. and I'm just so happy for the branding. I love yes, it. Yes, very excited. Um, so yeah, for this event, they are going to be learning how to roll joints, mm-hmm. but they're using oregano and weed. Literally oregano. Yeah, I I I guess they underestimated these ladies because these ladies would definitely go for it. The Beverly Hills girls—they had a THC dinner too, mm. and they were like, "Oh no, I'm not gonna have that." Meanwhile, they're all on pills. Okay, girl, great. popping them. Oh, no, they are. Freaking- <laughs> okay, girl, drink a brown, look a straight. Right. But they're like, mm, uh, uh. but these girls are down for some weed. I think they, they would are. do it. I thought that was a really weird choice. Like the way they even yeah. explain, I forgot what he said when he explained it. I was like, what? That doesn't even make sense. Um, I have a would you rather question, friend. Okay. Oh, would you okay. rather go to a weed party with no weed <laughs> was giving fashion show with no no fashion fashion. it was it absolutely was would you rather go to a weed party with no no. weed so you roll up with the expectation (laughs) that you're about to get lit and there's no weed there or an unboxing party (laughs) Uh, of a girl who i just met a girl who you just met yes at a fundraiser um I would say, I mean, I'm nosy, so I would rather do the <laughs> unboxing party. But even that is like so ridiculous because like Wendy said, hire you, like hire yeah, someone. What are you talking about? Unpack your shit for you. <laughs> Treacherous. I what about you? I, I would rather go to the unboxing party for the same reason that I'm nosy. I live to see the inside of yeah. anybody's home. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, my God. I Y'all, love- Natasha, will scan your house. And next thing you know myself. she'll like, oh yeah, that that thing over there that you had over mm-hmm. there, you you keeping that or no? Like, I will tour yeah. myself. I love to see just, I love to see people's apartments, their homes, like how, yeah. like not even just how they decorated, just like the setup of it. I'm just mm-hmm. always so intrigued. So I I live for that. Um, yeah. I also feel like the food at an unboxing party would be pretty good because oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you are gonna be there for be. a while, yeah. so they're gonna feed you like a meal, a hot meal. Mm-hmm. And then I could bring my own weed and not have to worry about going to a weed party with exactly. no damn weed. Oh my god, tragedy! tragedy. Mm. Do, have we had this conversation on the pod? Do you look in people's bathroom cabinets to see what <laughs> what they got going on? Uh, probably sometimes. Sometimes, probably right? Sometimes. Depends on who it is. I I'd look, be looking in there. <laughs> be oh looking- yeah. <laughs> You do, you're do. you judging the products. What, are the, what is this bitch using? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you have makeup wipes, I'm like, girl, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, God. <laughs> I think, yeah, it depends on the person, but not always, no. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so, anyways, Candace, she comes with Chris, drops him off, grabs her little goodie bag and dips. Um, me mm-hmm. and Gordon arrive. Ashley arrives. Her and Chris are not on good terms after the whole Muppet mm-hmm. allegations from last season. Mm, mm. So, oh, Deborah! Yeah. Oh boy. Um, Neca arrives. Thanks, Wendy, immediately for the invite. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. now, now, now she's just getting to. It's just like groveling. It's just fake. It just feels yeah. fake. It feels like mm-hmm. try hard. It makes me feel awkward. It mm-hmm. Makes me cringe. <laughs> no cringey. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you have to try this hard. Damn. Yeah. Um, Karen arrives with her little assistant. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Her yeah. sister I don't know if he's her sister anymore, but that's just her friend. That's her good Judy at this point. Matthew <laughs> Matthew, right? yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Matthew's a staple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she and she looks very cute, by the way. Karen's been yeah, she did. really great this season. Yeah. She comes, she immediately gets into it with Mia. Yeah. I don't I even don't know, know what Karen's fight is. <laughs> <laughs> you sent a last minute sloppy seconds invite. The night before we're supposed to leave. How do you expect and me to respond? Like, no no shade to Mia at all whatsoever. But Mia's had to fire some people. Right. So it's not like she can drop these kids off with no. the nanny like she used yes, to. You know what I mean? Yes, that's true. Yes. Like, she can't do that no, no. more. That What, does only 75-year-old Gordon take care of these three <laughs> teenagers? Absolutely not. It's just such an unreasonable ask. I don't know what Karen is like. What is she fighting for? Like, I don't know what her fight is. I don't understand I it. <laughs> she just wants to create some drama, I guess. Mm-hmm, so they're mm-hmm. going back and forth. And Mia says, old dog, you need to get some new tricks. is a good, good line. A good little line, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiara arrives looking cute. I love this little green set yeah. she got on. Love it. Very yeah. cute. Um, and then Giselle and Robin arrives. First of all, no hellos oh, to Wendy. Yeah. That is uh, wiggity whack. That is so whack. The- <laughs> <laughs> it was. I, that is so that's crazy. That's crazy. I don't care if yeah. we're not talking. I don't care. I don't care. You're at my event. The very mm-hmm. least you come over and say hi and do the fake shit. Yeah. Yep. That's so yep. crazy to me. They just walked up into the event and said nothing. Gross. Mm. Um. And then, yeah, she immediately goes to say hi to Karen it like repeats the one the Mia comments and again Giselle bringing us nothing so Mm -hmm. they sit for this class this oregano rolling class (laughs) and everybody learns there's no weed they're all pissed um Mm -hmm. Mia makes a little dig at Eddie in her confessional saying she's never known Eddie to have a real job and, um. <laughs> like, I don't know, what she said. I don't know, an always available attorney insinuating that he's an attorney but doesn't work. Girl, you on the cast with one. NECA. It's true. <laughs> and Mia, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> and Mia, what do you do? Just because you're occupying every damn lawyer in Maryland with all these lawsuits right. you got going with you and your husband. Girl, <laughs> oh, exactly, my dude. God. Um, but anyways, everyone seems to have a good time. And then Gordon leaves. He has to leave early. And Robin immediately mm-hmm. checks in on Mia. Like, you know, how are things going? Across the table in front of everyone. How's your marriage? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she just can't wait to dish it back because she's so tired of people coming for her and her marriage. I she just couldn't know, wait. yeah. Um, but this was the tea. She went in on Mia, and Mia <laughs> immediately delivered. delivered. <laughs> she sounded so unapologetically done with Gordon. Done. Right after she was like, "Love you, babe. Uh-huh. Okay, safe drive." Uh-huh. She was like, "I just can't leave yeah. Who's gonna feed him after this?" <laughs> she did. <laughs> she straight up did. She, li- she literally said, I can't leave him now because his whole family has turned their back on him. Like, how could I leave him yeah. now? How could I? I can't leave him now. <laughs> High and dry. That was wild. Ooh. That was so Oh, wild. Lord. Mia's dumb, honest. Like, <laughs> I love it. I know. I really do. I love it, too. That's why Robin really can't dish it out, yeah. especially to Mia. No. I- the only person she can really dish it out to is Giselle, and she's never gone to. Um, or maybe Ashley, but it, me is just going to tell it's you the truth. True. She's way too honest. Yep. Even Ashley's very honest too. She would just tell you the truth. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, so anyways, at the end of the event, Neca pulls Wendy aside. Mm-hmm. Thanks her for the 15th time again for oh the invite. God. Girl, I was like sunken into the couch. I was so right, awkward. But you know what? Oh. You know what? Isn't it that thing? Oh, I don't want to offend anybody listening. I don't want to offend anybody listening, but there's a way that people from LA repeatedly thank you for things that I've noticed that is a thing with people from LA. They're like very, very, very gracious. That sometimes can be like overly so. Um, Honestly, and this may be because she's lived in New York for so long, but Tracy's like one of the only L.A. people that I really vibe with, like really heavy um, because she's so honest and so funny. But people from L.A., they'd be doing that. They'd be like overly. Overly nice. Like, oh my God, thank you so much. They, okay. they do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I yeah. Not to offend anybody listening. No. You know, I don't want to isolate anybody from California, anybody from L.A. or anything. But. Mm. Yeah. What is that? Let us know in the comments. (laughs) Do you notice that? Are you from LA? Do you do this? What is this? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so she thanks her again for the invite, the invite to the Happy End event. And then she requests a one on one, like, wants them to Mm -hmm. sit, hash it out. Mm Wendy is not here for it. She's like, I just need... Mm -hmm. I just need (laughs) it to be rooted in sincerity. You know, I receive what you're saying. I receive... (laughs) I receive what you're saying. (laughs) I heard you. Basically, I heard you talk. I heard the the words, the sounds that came out (laughs) of your mouth. Like, I heard them. Like, Oh, my God. But this, for me, this is where wendy also to me just like makes no sense and why i'm like mad at both of these ladies for like not... why because she told NECA before that the invite to the unpacking party was skipping 20 steps but then you invite her oh, to the happy eddie yeah. event also skipping yeah. 20 steps now okay. Necca's is trying to backtrack and take the first step and invite you mm-hmm. in for conversation to sit down and talk and now you don't know it doesn't make sense yeah <laughs> And you know what? Even that makes more sense as to why Necca's is doing this semi grovel mm-hmm. kind of way, mm-hmm. because it does feel like Wendy is sitting on her high horse. Yeah. yeah. Now she's riding like after mm-hmm. after Necca called her mom a witch and everybody's yeah. like, yeah, you can't do yeah. that. You can't, you do, can't that. do that. And Wendy mm-hmm. feels like she won and has everybody's. You know everybody's on yeah, that side sympathy. yeah sympathy mm-hmm. she's just yeah she's just really trying to put Neck in her place and neka just but, but it's not making sense because you're saying let's do a one-on-one we should be doing this in public whatever here she is trying to do that you don't want to hear her out so yeah yeah so yeah that happened um next mm-hmm. mia and gordon mm-hmm. so they go out for their day dates <laughs> Which Mia reminds us yet again, they have to do dates during the day because they don't have a nanny, and she she's really mad on the nanny front. I know. She really hates this, yeah. and I feel like, well, I don't know, actually. Eh, maybe not. I feel like her child is old enough to watch the rest of them, like her oldest one, but maybe, maybe not. Yeah, maybe I don't I'm remember how old her them, kids but. are. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. and they might be all be too young to be unsupervised for however right. long. And I forgot also how Mia and Gordon get down. Mm-hmm. They be out and about. <laughs> yep, they be outside. I mean, uh, um, so yeah, Mia, she's talking about uh, therapy. I guess they've been in couples therapy. And
0: Gordon mm-hmm. says, you
2: know, she cuts him deep and hard often. Mia explains it's because he needs to take self-accountability. Mm. And, you know, what happened with his siblings and the cascade of events afterwards, he's kind of, like, not owning. I don't know if now's the time. <laughs> I don't know, actually, because I don't really know the full I story. I don't know the full story. I don't know the full story, but I heard her when she said in her confessional, like, you don't just wake up and you yeah. are iced yeah. out of the and company. Lose your whole business. Lose your history. whole family. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Yeah, just like that, something happens. Something like, Mm -hmm. are we going to talk about it? Like, what you know? I need a little bit of truth or on you know ownership or honesty or something. Yeah. Um. So Mia talks about you know when she went to go see a divorce attorney, and Mm -hmm. she said she did that because the situation with the whole family and you know the companies was just such an emotionally draining time and a hostile environment as she described. Mm -hmm. Then they randomly start talking about Ashley and Michael. Yeah. Keep in mind, they're talking about themselves the entire time, but they frame it Mm -hmm. first. They frame it (laughs) by bringing up Ashley and Michael. The Darby family. The Darby family, family. yes. Yes. (laughs) Which, a very similar setup, older man, younger Mm -hmm. girl, um, an arrangement of sorts that, you know, Mm -hmm. kicked off their relationship that is very open on both parts. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they talk about Ashley and, and Michael, how they're not divorced now, how Ashley, I guess, recently helped Michael during his back surgery he just had. Mm, 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 <laughs> mm, mm, <laughs> just, can we just talk about that for a second? That God, Ashley, Ashley girl. girl. I know Uncle Bubba is like, God he is damn. damn. Where are you? <laughs> what hospital are you at? Take care of who? Oh. <sighs> God, Ashley, please, oh, but her whole not her whole family, but I mean, a lot is riding on those monthly, checks yeah, yeah. from that man. Yeah. That's so that's such a tough spot that's to be nuts. in. So, yeah, they talk about that and they talk about how Ashley just like can't cut. I think Gordon yeah. actually said can't cut her sugar daddy loose. He literally said that. Yep, yep. So, so yeah, they talk hypotheticals now, you know, and Gordon says, you know, if we were them you know we'd still be together and we would work out something Mm -hmm. mutually beneficial Mm -hmm. which that is a crazy statement to say i think even if you're talking about ashley and michael this idea that ashley should stay with with michael and just work out something mutually beneficial and that's what they're doing if you cheat on me with every tom dick and harry Literally, literally, you literally didn't have no NDA, no NDA. <laughs> you was out here with strippers taking pictures of you. You was out here grabbing yep. producers' butts, like yep. You just on, apps. on app, like you just out here, and you think that I'm gonna stand by you and work out something mutually beneficial. Beneficial, less crazy. when I have a job <laughs> that we're on right, right. now. Right, <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't. Um, but I guess money gives it. Uh, money and older men it gives them and having this woman Mm -hmm. on their arm for more than 48 Mm -hmm. hours gives them a lot Mm -hmm. of feel like they're on top Mm -hmm. of the world Mm -hmm. and Ashley as we know is not that smart and she had no side account she had no side Mm -hmm. savings account set up funneling his money embezzling money (laughs) that's why she's at the damn fucking after (laughs) the surgery center caring for him you know but the oh, fact that he God. like said that so boldly out of his mouth was like, wow. Oh. So you really think you can just act like Michael Darby and it's fine? you yeah. can just work something out mutually. You would still be with me, like what? Mm, so he he's saying this out loud to Mia. Mia at one point like mm-hmm. definitely turned on her voice note. She was like, I need to, <laughs> I need to keep oh track God. of whatever you're because saying right here. <laughs> dumb is not Mia. Ain't dumb. I don't think she's dumb. No. I don't think no. she's dumb. And she's just been through too mm-hmm. much. She has been through everything. Mm-hmm. We look at Mia's past. Mm-hmm. She, it's, it'll be so hard to fool her into anything because everybody has done her dirty yeah. her whole life. Yeah. Her guards up heavy. I think she moves a bit mm-hmm. smarter than Ashley for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Gordon says, you know, if we can find a deal that works and makes sense, why would we split up? Like, why would we divorce? Wouldn't we just like work out a deal? What kind of deal do you think that he's referencing? You think just sexually having partners? I mean, obviously he's talking money. They work out some type of money deal. Yeah, and then right, right. yeah, some type of opening up of the marriage. Which I feel like they do. I feel like Mia. I feel like they do yeah, have that I relationship kind of. I think so too. I mean, the scenes. I think. I think he's. I think he's watching. Anyway, <laughs> let's not get into it. I think so too. <laughs> Don't right? say like the, I think he's oh watching. I think they've they've yeah. opened up their marriage sexually, and they have an arrangement already, so in his head, he's like, What would make yeah, us a divorce? Yeah, <laughs> what would make us yeah. divorce and like split up <laughs> right and, yeah, but I think that's yeah. ridiculous to think that there isn't like then these women don't have any hard line right that you can just mm-hmm. act any type of way, and I think for Mia, her mm-hmm. hard line is this whole family thing, this business this how everything's mm-hmm. imploded. Clearly, there were lies that were told to her. She's She woke up one day and everything was taken away from her, from the business. Right. And she doesn't understand right. that. That's her line. For her, mm-hmm. we could fuck mm-hmm. whoever and you could watch. I don't give a shit, but you're not mm-hmm. about to lie to me and these kids and now I don't have my nanny. I don't have the things I had that were a part of our original arrangement, sir. Yep, you know? yep, yep. And and her family is in danger mm-hmm. now. Like, mm-hmm. she volatile. talked about it with the guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, The 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 guy who killed yeah, the himself attorney, right? who, yeah, yeah. That was nuts so she's yeah. like i don't need none of this drama <laughs> but she, this is where my line is drawn please give me this divorce and cut me my check <laughs> yikes um okay time for Neca's unpacking party mm-hmm. she is uh, she's just too hype for wendy to show up she's talking know. about it oh i know so and strange. we could just have a storyline girl you know right? what i'm saying yeah she's just so hyped for this the showdown between her and wendy and mm-hmm. uh, and she's yeah just her expectations and hopes that i'm gonna see wendy she was going on and on about it with her sister it was really cringe so mm-hmm. giselle shows a bra showing, bra oh. just <laughs> god i didn't even see what how'd you miss that oh no No, i tried to avoid oh god and ashley ashley looked like she was going straight to bed (laughs) well it was a pajama party i don't remember what ashley was wearing oh god she looked she looked ridiculous (laughs) not her bra showing full like cute little lounge dress and then you just see the bra underneath i'm like why Right. Just put on a strapless. If you're gonna wear like what, right? Put a shawl over it so you can wear the bra, and then we don't see like. Or come in a full long sleeve, long, long, uh, pant pajama set. Or wear a lace bra, like a cute bra underneath. Yeah, like I, I don't mind a seeing bra. a bra if it's yeah. a cute bra. She had on just a regular ass bra right. <laughs> underneath. Oh, the tr- no. it was so irritated. Just these little simple moves with the fashion, they just like yeah. don't, yeah. get it. Ugh. Um, but anyways, Mia comes, Sharice, Karen, Robin, Kiara looking real cute mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Ashley also. Um, and yeah, Kiara delivers the message that Wendy will not be in attendance. So Wendy didn't even I <laughs> reach out know. herself. Wendy didn't even do it herself. This is why she's on the high horse. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. She's just still making the digs and just has to keep dragging it out. Um, so yeah, they start unboxing these wedding gifts from two years ago do you think I was thinking this as just I don't know I'm just trying to think about why this would ever happen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) do do you think that this happened and she saw this as an opportunity to flex and show how rich she is and show like I don't open these gifts right away because I already have everything I need from Crate and Barrel Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, part of it. Yeah, I was trying to think too. Why, how does this happen? How does this I happen? I think yeah. they were in between homes, you know, right? They're, I yeah. guess, building yeah. this house. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm they probably just weren't using those things anyways, you know, the crate and barrel mm-hmm. appliances, whatever. So, they just put it in storage. My question was like, sending thank yous did that not happen thinking that (laughs) i was thinking that that was my biggest concern uh, okay when you did your thank yous Mm -hmm. didn't um on zola didn't they tell you who gave what uh if they bought it from the registry yeah then yes they did or it it did keep track Mm -hmm. um we didn't have a lot of physical gifts. We mostly had monetary. right? Because we live yeah. in, a ha- like, we have an apartment, so we didn't really have Yeah, spaceships. you live together already. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, so I guess, yeah, maybe that's it. She has the spreadsheet and she already I think that was gifts. it. I, I, I hope so. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, but she said, thank you for something she never opened is why Thank wild. you for something never, or it was just, like, a very blanket, <laughs> like, which is fine. Yeah. Some people do, like, just yeah. mm-hmm. a very general thank you, which is, that's totally fine. You does not have to be personalized. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess that's what it is. She had the spreadsheet. Because that was my first thought. I was like, girl, how did you? I know, Sam <laughs> Did you not thank nobody for these same. gifts? I was terrorized. Oh. And and they're both African. I was like, I know there's at least 400 people at that wedding. A lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, what? Oh, my, oh God. my God. So yeah, she had all these items. Um, uh, Giselle, she does what she does and just immediately rehashes mm-hmm. Mia Karen drama and mm-hmm. they get back into it. Mia says you call me a trick you know takes a trick to know a trick oh dear Karen then <laughs> says, well, I heard you met up with a rapper so are we gonna talk about that? see and when Karen brings these things up she does lie sometimes does they're lie. off a yeah. little bit but... Most of the time, she has heard it, <laughs> it is an eyewitness account. Yeah, because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she's now with a radio host mm-hmm. who goes by a a ghost mm-hmm. name. So. Yeah, so wasn't that far off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, camera's trying to make the point of like, I hear things about you. Like, yeah, a, I right. could have, yeah, them. I could have said you're a fucking married man that you met up with a rapper, but I'm not, you know, repeating them. Mm-hmm. um Mia in her confessional just says well first of all he's not a rapper I was like oh my god Mia <laughs> she's wild Man, just outing your next husband <laughs> I can't <laughs> she gives zero fucks she uh-uh. she admits she was like me and Goren have been hanging out with whoever you're talking about but we're not uh-huh. sleeping together but yes that's true we are hanging out with them okay. whatever and see that's where she lies because I know she fucked Peter I know she yeah. fucked Peter Thomas and Gordon was there I... taking notes and Gordon was there <laughs> oh god I hate you no! Gordon was in a nice little armchair in the corner with his his whiskey his bourbon taking notes yikes ugh gross <laughs> Oh, oh my God! I just know they went to what's that place in in Jamaica? What's Hi- oh what's hedonism, <laughs> hedonism. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I know. just know. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so that it always gets yeah, me. Like I know they fuck Jacqueline. Yeah, like you know what yeah. I mean. Like Ugh. I know they. That's what kind of it gets on my nerves. But it's also definitely uncharted housewives yeah. territory. Yeah. This is it new. Is this new. is new. Non-monogamous mm. sugar daddy. This is a mm-hmm. new thing for mm-hmm. us. Surprisingly, actually, I, know, I would not know. and we would have been introduced yeah. earlier. I think like most housewives they they they, would, they try to keep it under wraps. Mia is different. Yeah. she just kind of it was part of her opening mm-hmm. lines when she joined the <laughs> damn cast. My marriage, we do this, that, and the third. I got yep. my Clinton mm-hmm. done. Like she just says wild yeah. shit, yeah. and she just speaks oh from my the chest. God. <laughs> yeah Yeah, i remember when gordon was trying to come on to karen that was yeah they're a wild couple (laughs) so well so so yeah they have this little moment mia just admits it and is like whatever karen Mm -hmm. um and then yeah they play a little game of never have i ever robin you know brings up the whole karen photo of her family thing which i do not care about (laughs) Me either, and I just don't know why you would ever bring up something technology-based with someone who said that they are going to call Apple Pay. <laughs> right? <laughs> and it was paying for Twitter why. and had no idea. Like, who Had cares? no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She could have screenshot that by accident. She could have screenshot it on purpose. Who cares? It could. Uh, you know how many pho- photos I have in my phone of the yoga studio because of WhatsApp? I don't know what them p- yeah, pictures are. I don't know what they're They just got to come through. Yeah. Mm. All kinds of books that are not about mm-hmm, Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if somebody saw, they would be like, who is Justine? I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, but then, yeah, they cheers to neck on her new home. And that was the mm-hmm. episode. Yep. So preview for next week. Grace is graduating. So. Oh, congratulations, congratulations Grace. Grace. Uh, the yeah. ladies head on a trip. Did they say DR? It sounded oh, like they said DR, but then it- not. That is so fucking regular. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't. But also Wendy, then we also saw Wendy and Nekka like, on, like, out for a meal. Not Yeah, they, they were out. So yeah, like, I think they, they probably day? do. No, I think they do the announcement of like, we're going on a trip. Oh, and that's an, an episode. And then they go on a trip. Oh, I got it. Okay. I just got a, a vision in my mm-hmm. head. Of if Neca and Wendy were friends in an alternate universe, mm-hmm. and they got along for one whole season, mm-hmm. and then, then the next season they went to Nigeria yep. as a cast yep. trip. Yeah, yep. we ain't getting it. Fuck. Off. We ain't getting oh it. Oh my god. Yep, the Legos oh, trip. That's so we're disappointing. not getting it. The Legos trip. Everybody gets their braids done for thirty-five dollars. Nice. Oh, we're not gonna get it, man. Very Damn. Disappointing. Very disappointing. Um, and then yeah, we see a quick clip of Wendy and Neca meeting up, and Wendy saying, "You called my mom a witch." Neca said, "After all the phone calls." And then we see Wendy getting up and leaving. So that's yeah. gonna end well. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no food on the table, and Wendy takes her purse and leaves. And leaves so. so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> God, friends, let's talk about this. What's the best way to divorce your sugar daddy husband? <laughs> I guess it's to fuck your new husband with him in the room. <laughs> Yikes! I guess. I think it's. I think it's really simple. I think Ashley made this thing look oh. so hard, and it is not. Yeah, complicated. That yeah. Hard. First of all, this plan should be enacted from the start of the marriage. Okay. Yes. Not to say that you're already planning to divorce your sugar daddy husband, but your sugar daddy husband and you staying together—that the chances are rocky. <laughs> so we gotta start. <laughs> we gotta. <laughs> acknowledge the audience no! with the, uh, the obvious <laughs> it's gotta kind of acknowledge the obvious it's a little rocky so we oh gotta start with that okay um first thing you gotta set up a little savings account for yourself yeah i i he probably gives you an allowance that's usually how mm-hmm. you know this works put a, mm-hmm. a cut in your account pay yourself mm-hmm. first off mm-hmm. brick mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Next, you got to get your name on some deeds, on some accounts, on some properties. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's where Ashley was I know. I would even say, I don't know what Michael Darby does, but I would even say to act dumb to try to get help with a business that he is adjacent to. Mm interesting so like let's say that Michael Darby's like in real estate mm-hmm. right so she could act like so stupid and be like oh my god Michael I kind of want to like get into it I kind of want to get into the business I have this mm-hmm. platform of housewives mm-hmm. how do I get into this you know like how do I do mm-hmm. this you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then he's like okay honey I'll give you $200,000 mm-hmm. and you can start whatever you want that's how you mm-hmm. do it you act stupid mm-hmm. and you get a business their ego at the same right. time yeah. <laughs> and that's true you work on a business that's adjacent to his so he can still kind of like teach you the ropes he can he'll mm-hmm. be interested in it because it's part of his like same industry but it's yours mm-hmm. but it's your business yeah yeah. Yep. yeah that's where Ashley that's the biggest thing that Ashley messed up on she handed over yeah. full financial control it seems like she had her name on absolutely nothing and that Mm -hmm. is so wild um i think you gotta get a prenup or a postnup that includes infidelity clauses that make sure you and them kids are taken care of off rip like that needs to be Mm -hmm. in writing and i think they think Mm -hmm. i think generally we think of prenup and postnup as like you're gonna be iced out of things i think it's Mm -hmm. to make sure that you're included in things (laughs) like yes i would right that you're protected Hmm. And I think I think uh, the original Sugar Baby herself, Anna Nicole Smith. Mm-hmm. I think she was iced out of that man's fortune, wasn't she? Ooh. I mean, her and that family fought like crazy. So they fought like crazy because she was married to him for like nine months, <laughs> twenty-five days. Yeah, <laughs> he was a hundred and forty-six years old. He was so oh old. my god, he was so old. <laughs> but she loved that man. She did. She loves- There's a- jay alexander whatever the is <laughs> I just was. looking at she- jay howard marshall she loved him she- <laughs> oh my god but yeah yeah get something in writing you just got to be mm-hmm. included in the deeds of things and then my last is if he cheats keep all documented evidence everything all evidence now i can't stay I don't think I could say with a cheater personally, especially after I had some kids with him, like I'm not doing that. I'm just going to be out. Yeah. But mm. sugar babies, I assume have a higher tolerance. Just knowing that you're guess, starting with a wonky kind of setup. Yeah. It's such a way, yeah. You're starting with a, like an arrangement, mm-hmm. right? I guess too, sexually as, as, as we've seen with um, both Ashley and Mia, mm-hmm. Usually, there's a bit more openness. openness, Yeah. So, cheating is also loosey goose. Yeah. (laughs) It's a loose boundary. Like, whatever your prerogative is, that's on you. Just keep receipts. Mm -hmm. Just keep the receipts. That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, when it comes down to divorce, you've done laid down things in writing. You should be able to hop and skip the fuck out of there without having to nurse Mm -hmm. his ass back to health after back surgery. Back surgery. It's not that hard. I really don't think it's that hard to set up a good arrangement for yourself and divorce without like, without a lot of pain. (laughs) And if you are a sugar baby, please, please email us. We won't tell us us in the church announcements. It'll be fine. We'll keep it secret, but I would love to get into this. I would love to have a sugar baby on the Mm -hmm. podcast. I would love to go on a sugar baby podcast. Mm -hmm. I would love to go on a housewife podcast. just to figure out this like arrangement situation yeah. with people. It's fascinating. Because it's, it's just a life. I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I That's could a piece of it. Mom. I know. Just a
3: piece. Just a little, place, a little piece. Oh, God, man.
2: you know who did well with their little sugar baby setup? Because the issue, like part, you know, we're laughing. We're joking. Like, I wish I could get a part of this. I don't want to be laid mm-hmm. up in bed with nobody who looks like Gordon. That I cannot do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. So more power to you, Mia. That is a part of sugar baby life that yeah. I couldn't do. I just couldn't look at somebody who looked yeah. like this. But we were just talking about this on Real Moms of Bravo, or when they were on. Um, mm-hmm. Slade and Joe? Joe? Oh, yeah. Or whatever yeah. her name was. Yeah, Joe. 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 Joe and Slade. Joe. Yeah. Because he wasn't, yeah. mm-hmm. he wasn't that old. He wasn't that old. He was rich. Yeah, he, he was. You know, was not bad looking so Mm -hmm. and she was pretty she was like early 20s or mid-20s whatever Yeah, she was really so she didn't have to deal with like a crazy age gap and someone who looked like her literal father you know what i mean (laughs) but that was a great little you know sugar baby moment (laughs) yeah yeah oh but yes please email us let us let us know Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but that's it for the episode y'all rate review subscribe Find us all mm-hmm. on Patreon, patreon.com slash two rose for access to the pre-show, ad-free episodes, video, reaction content, all that good stuff. Rate review, subscribe, mm-hmm. please. Hit the mm-hmm. subscribe button. Go down, hit us at the five-star, leave a little review. Much appreciated. And find us on story. Uh, find us on Instagram. Tag us in your <laughs> stories. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, find us on stories too. stories <laughs> too. TikTok, all that yep. good stuff. We'll see you guys next week. Sure will. Bye.